For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Francesca Block. You're listening to Daybreak. Last week, it was announced that the Princeton student-led platform Adora had been acquired by Full Measure Education. Adora is a campus visit platform that offers personalized tours to prospective students. It was started by three members of the Princeton class of 2022, Ron Miasnik, Rhea Ward, and Joseph Rubin. I sat down with Ron, one of the founders, to talk about the process and learn about what advice he had for any aspiring entrepreneurs. It's Sunday, May 2nd. During his freshman year, Ron Miasnik, a computer science major in the class of 2022, realized that the campus visit process was incomplete. With the help of two other Princeton students, Rhea Ward and Joseph Rubin, Ron co-founded Adora, a platform eager to make a name for itself in the education space. When creating the product, the co-founders worked closely with the Princeton Office of Admissions. As an Orange Key tour guide myself, I took part in some of the focus groups that helped Adora establish featured content about Princeton life and academics. Since then, Adora has grown exponentially, even through the COVID-19 pandemic. Here's Ron to talk about Adora's story. So Adora is a personalized digital campus visit platform. And what that means is that we help universities engage their prospective students in more personalized, more compelling, more engaging ways. We make a mobile app and a web product to allow a university to offer personalized tours to their prospective students, both on campus and off campus. How did you think of this idea? A friend of mine that was uh, a couple years below me, uh, actually in my high school, he came and visited Princeton when I was a freshman and he did the information session and he did the campus tour. And he and I sat for lunch afterwards and I asked him how he enjoyed his Princeton experience. And he looked at me very bluntly and said that honestly it sucked. And I asked him why, and this kid, and I guess the context on this kid is that he's been like a physics genius ever since I've known him. And he came to tour Princeton to see the physics program, and he told me that he'd been on campus for five hours, he knew that Princeton had a great physics program, and that he hadn't yet heard the word physics once, which I thought was fair. And then kind of from there, we you know dived into a little bit more of campus visits and admissions and recruitment, and the rest is history, I guess. So after this conversation, obviously it sparked an idea for you, but what was the next step? You know, how did you go from idea to actually creating a product? So really from there, we wanted to learn a lot more, right? We understood that, you know, we didn't know everything that there was to know about campus visits. We had just identified some sort of point of frustration. And so pretty quickly, me and then eventually a couple of friends that ended up being co-founders emailed Princeton Admissions Office, the one of the deans there who ended up being our amazing kind of cheerleader and first customer and, and great partner along the way. And really sat with her for a coffee and just asked her a bunch of questions and try to understand you know, how she thought about the different challenges that they had around enrollment and recruitment admissions and all these types of things. And from there, we, we ended up going through really a seven or eight month process of working with Princeton side by side and, and convincing them that one, this was something worth investing in, but also trying to understand and build a solution that, that made sense to them. You know, we ended up working with tour guides and with prospective visitors and with the admissions office themselves on actually designing and building the early iterations of the product. So tell me about your team. You are the CEO, the chief executive officer, but who else was working with you in those original days and what did each team member bring to the product? We ended up with three founders of, uh, of Adora. Uh, it was me that I was the, I was the CEO, Rhea Ward, uh, also now class of 2022 after a gap year who was our chief product officer, and Joseph Rubin, who's our CTO, chief technical officer. 
Joseph has always kind of you know led the the technical development of the platform. So he built a lot of the early infrastructure technically, ended up managing our engineering team. Actually, I met Joseph because he would help me with my computer science assignments. Rhea at first started off being our design expert on the team, and so she would be very good at actually creating the interfaces for the product. And over time, she took on more and more of the actual product management functionality. So you know, what does the product need to do? How do we operate? How do we decide which features to ship? Um, and then I sat more on the on the business side of things. You know, I would be working with our customers, be working on on the legal and accounting and financials and sales of the business. As the company got bigger and more mature, those things ended up being more differentiated. But earlier on, we were all doing everything. Um, we were all just sitting in sitting in a room. Uh, uh, whatever needed to be done, we'd all we just figure out how to do it. So tell me about the company's growth. Obviously, you're still a student, as are Raya and Joseph. And so how did you guys navigate growing into these really important roles and leading a major company that's now been acquired? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. Uh, I think one of, our, one of our big struggles was how to balance school and the company itself. Tactically, what we ended up doing was we would chunk out two days a week plus a couple other blocks and just say, we're not doing anything, no social activities, no school, no whatever. We're just going to grind on Adora, work on it nonstop. Uh, but then I think as it became a little bit more serious and we realized, hey, this is, you know, this is the top priority. This is something that we're really investing in and trying to grow. We ended up having a really amazing network of advisors and mentors that helped us along the way, right? Because one of the realities with the startup is that, especially if you're growing, every month, every two months, your job changes entirely, right? It goes from how do you, you know, understand the problem you're trying to solve to build an early iteration of the platform, to close initial sales, to, to, to creating a sales process, to maybe even talking to investors, to building a team and managing a team, recruiting, salaries, compensation, account, there's a million different things that come up and you're, you're, the thing that you're doing changes so often. And the only way to really stay on top of it is, in my opinion, is to really have people in your corner that can help you and that have seen it before and that can, that can give you the advice of, you know, you're probably going to make all these different mistakes, but here's the ones that you should probably avoid. Or here's a framework with which to think about the new problems that you're going to deal with. I also want to ask you about COVID. So obviously you've started this company and the idea came before COVID-19 really changed the way that we all interacted with college visits. And so how did Adora pivot to address COVID-19 and the pandemic? And how did that change or challenge the product that you guys had originally conceived? COVID was, was, a, was a big curveball and a big opportunity, right? Because we had initially actually planned and envisioned Adora to be an on-campus self-guided tour solution to really to supplement the on-campus tour guides. And when COVID initially hit, we were pretty disappointed because we realized no one would be coming to campus anytime soon. But then you know, take, we took a little bit of a step back and realized that there was a huge opportunity here, that the market that we had been working on and studying and engaged in so deeply and had already built a product for had just completely changed and no one was prepared for it. And so we were, we were more prepared than anyone else to, to deal with that. And it was a decision for us of, hey, are we going to kind of pivot the company, realizing that we needed to do something with virtual engagement as well, if it was going to be COVID, right? We needed to have really an end-to-end -end solution, not only on campus, but on campus and virtually. And throw away a lot of what we did prior, really rebuild the platform and just and double down and grow super aggressively. Because those first few months of COVID was every single school in the country was asking, oh my goodness, what do we do here? And we needed to be there with an answer. So we kind of had a lot of internal discussions with the team and realized, all right, this is the time we're doing it. Um, and we spent a couple months preparing for that, uh, really rebuilding a lot of the platform, preparing to scale, making sure we were ready technically, uh, and then going to market way earlier than we, than we had ever planned to. 
And you know, there's a lot of learning, a lot of mistakes that we made along the way, but we pushed hard enough and the timing was good and our product was good enough that it ended up, uh, ended up being good. So where is Adore today? What does the platform look like now? Yeah, yeah. So the vision that we were kind of selling our customers on was that Adora will be the only digital engagement solution that you need. And that's what, what we spent pretty much the past year building. And now we're at a place where we feel pretty confident to say that. Uh, so Adora is an uh, online web app. Adora is a individual mobile app for each school, is an aggregated mobile app that you can go tour all the schools that are on Adora. We're actually building a mobile web app right now that will launch within a month or two. And within those experiences, you have an on-campus experience that's a self-guided on-campus tour. You also have a virtual experience. Schools can upload videos, photos, audio, student testimonials, all really, really easily from a custom content management system. And when a school wants to think about digital engagement and how they're engaging their prospective students, Adora really will offer everything they want. All platforms, on-campus, off-campus, anytime, any type of media, we're really all a school needs. Tell me about some of the support that you received from the Princeton administration and different Princeton programs when you were building Adora. We took advantage of just about everything we could in the Princeton ecosystem. So the entrepreneurial resources we took advantage of, we were part of the Keller Center eHub Accelerator Program. We got funding from the Make Ventures Princeton Program. We got funding from Prospect Student Ventures, which are the two kind of incubator accelerators on campus. We ended up winning the Princeton Pitch Competition. And even outside of that, we use the Princeton ecosystem to build the business in many ways, right? So our two primary advisors were Princeton alums, uh, one of which is an amazing Princeton trustee. Of course, our first customer was Princeton. So Princeton helped us throughout the design process. We worked with the Orange Key Tour Guides with Princeton's prospective visitors, and, uh, and they actually helped us find additional customers as well. And, and even, even from the administrative side, we were actually the first ever student-owned company to become a Princeton vendor. Even, even from all different sides, from procurement office and legal office and whatever, they were all really, really amazingly supportive and excited about the mission to try to make this happen. And it was, it was really a, 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 village, a village of people all trying to, try to figure out how to make it work. And I mean, it goes without saying that we couldn't have done anything without the Princeton ecosystem. So Ron, before we log off today, I want to ask, what advice do you have for any aspiring entrepreneurs on Princeton's campus or on other campuses around the country? I have one very simple piece of advice and one a little more philosophical, but I think the first thing is just go do it. I think people are very scared about kind of jumping into some sort of entrepreneurial endeavor, but the beginning is very easy and very fun. It's a matter of trying to identify some sort of problem, trying to think creatively about a solution and don't put too much pressure on whether or not it will work or not. But just that, that creative process, that process of curiosity can be a lot of fun and, and there's really nothing stopping you from doing it. And then the, the second element that's really related to that is I think a lot of people think that entrepreneurship and startups are a very risky endeavor. I don't think that's the case. I think it's a very uncertain endeavor. I think you don't, you don't really know where things are going. But at the end of the day, like the risk is very low, especially if you're taking it one step at a time and you're hitting, hitting key milestones and having fun with it. The worst thing, the worst case scenario is you learn a lot, especially as a student, you're not really giving up a whole lot, but you're really just trying to build something fun. Well, Ron, thank you so much for speaking with us today and have a great rest of your day. Thank you for having me. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by me and produced under the 145th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Francesca Block. Have a wonderful day.